Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Shocked and Appalled. I'm Dan Gill. I'm Andrea Bilal. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Please follow us if you don't already on Instagram. Follow us. Wait, we only have Instagram, right? We don't have a Twitter yet. But we need to get on that. So <laughs> Yeah, we actually Stay don't tuned for that Twitter. <laughs> we need to get back on our shit. We definitely do. Um, but yeah, thanks for just being along on the ride with us. I know I say it all the time, but we do really do appreciate everything and we want to hear from you guys more and more. Yes, and thanks for rocking with us. I know like lately Dan and I have been on one like this episode's coming to you guys a little late this week, so (laughs) (laughs) things have gotten busy. We appreciate your patience. We appreciate you riding with us regardless. Um Yes. So we're trying y'all. We really are. For real. But life is hard, okay? True. Things are changing up on us, and we just got to adjust. Yes, so either way, we're happy to have y'all on the journey. Um, Dan, what are we drinking this week? So this week, we are drinking a mojito, but not any, not just any mojito. It's a mojito that I really love. It's the Henny Time Henny Place Mojito. And this has two different types of honey in it, first off. First of all, you know that any time that Dan decides to make a honey drink is over. <laughs> and now you done got me got fucked up because you're putting two different types in here. Two different types. I was going to do three, but my pockets while I was at the liquor store was like, chill. You could was just two. You can save the three for when we have sponsored content and right. can afford right. to do things like that, Dan. <laughs> AKA Hennessy, if you listen in, get on it. Sponsor <laughs> us. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so this has the regular degular Hennessy and then it has Hennessy Black. And this if you don't know how to make a mojito, uh first you muddle some mint and lime to get all of the juices of the lime and the taste of the mint intertwined. Then you use some simple syrup. Throw some ice in it, throw the Hennessy in, and then top it off with some soda water or seltzer, and you got a mojito. Not just any mojito, the Henny Time, any Henny Place mojito. Yes, and then you pray to the good Lord that you don't die after drinking this mojito. But it tastes so good, you don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) But, Drea, what had you shocked and appalled this week? Um, okay, so... It's funny, I changed my topic last minute because I had something come up today at work and I was like, I have to talk about this. Basically, um, I am like, for those of you who don't know, maybe you're just joining us, but I had just started a new job. So that means I'm like getting to know everybody in the office, like see what everybody's about and all that good stuff. Um, so today we have like this like mixer, like happy hour, if you will. And um <laughs> I'm sitting there and like after a while I'm start talking to like some of the girls that I work with and this one woman who's like 50 years old was talking about dating. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is All like right. new territory for me because it's like most people I meet like in that age group are like married. Um, and she was like, yeah, like I'm single in case you can't tell, like I'm divorced, like blah, blah, like give me a little bit of her backstory. So essentially the... <laughs> I'm trying to condense this for the time that we have, but basically some of the (laughs) girls that um, work with me and her like set up a Bumble profile for her. And so she, right. 
And I was like, okay, girl, get it. And honestly, this woman can hang. Like, I've been there for like three weeks now, and at every happy hour, she's like the last one standing, and she's like going hard. Well, okay. I might just adjust my age demographic then. Um, you need to come meet this woman because <laughs> I was dead. Like, she honestly is a riot. But um, she starts showing me like all these like screenshots of like dudes like that she sees on Bumble. And she's just, like, was cracking up because it's, like, their whole profile was a mess. Like, one of them was, like, 45 talking about, I don't mind being a sugar daddy. But then when she, sh- like, looks him up, like, she found, like, crazy pictures of him, like, on this Ooh. website that was, like, his, supposed to be his professional website. But he was looking a mess. Like, and I was, like, wow. he ain't got nobody. Like, what you talking about? You would be somebody's <laughs> sugar daddy. So the moral of the story is, like, I came to this crazy realization while talking to this woman that it's, like, the dating scene in New York City is a hot fucking mess no matter oh, how sure. old you are. <laughs> That's because there's just so many people in New York City that you're just going to find all different types of people. I mean, yes, but you would think that that age demographic like was a little bit more mature on these sites, but apparently not. No, because I was, I was watching this one thing, and there, there was this old lady <laughs> who was like actively on these dating sites looking for younger guys so that she can, like, be their sugar mom and stuff like that. So these older women definitely be out you. And apparently older men, too. And I thought <laughs> they were mature by now. <laughs> apparently not. Like, honestly, this gave me, like, zero hope because I was like, fuck, like, if I don't <laughs> if I don't figure this out soon, like, I'm done. Like, I'm just out here in these streets. And now I'm still going to have this same mess when I'm 50 years old, apparently. I mean, some people just don't mature at all, and that's just how they be. But, like, how? Like, you're grown. And then people were saying some crazy shit on, like, these profiles. Like, the bios were so incredibly cringe. Like, honestly, I should have asked her to, like, send them, send the screenshots to me so I could read them on here. But (laughs) they were so bad. And, like, sometimes I'm scrolling through Bumble, and I see what people write on their bios. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That you like put this out there as like a first impression thing about you. Right. And I'm like, mm, that don't get better with age. Y'all don't age like fine wine because y'all just out here <laughs> acting a mess regardless of what age you are. Listen, some people age like beer and that's just it. An open can of beer. Just nasty and flat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's what had me shocked and appalled this week though. Um, Dan, what had you shocked and appalled this week? Okay, so two things had me shocked and appalled this week. One, so all aspiring lawyers or people in law school have to take this. If you want to practice outside of the state of New Jersey, mm-hmm. you have to take this multi-state professional responsibility exam. And it's like set up like an SAT, LSAT, or standardized test format. So we're all in this room. I ended up showing up late because there was just bad directions and all that. But they waited for me to get there. And I get I walk in the room and now it's the type of season where everyone's sick for some reason. And there were like three people in the room that I was in, like having a coughing fit the entire time throughout this exam. And I'm like, so, and I don't think you're, you weren't allowed to have headphones or anything like that. So I'm sitting in this exam, like having to constantly reread these little 
paragraphs and stuff like that, like, I'm able to focus. And I'm like, how am I supposed to do good on this exam when there are, like, three people sick in here coughing nonstop for two hours? That sounds like a whole mess. It, it, it was a whole mess. And, like, I could, like I, I would look around and everyone in the class was, like, having, like, serious anxiety attacks because they couldn't focus either. And I was <laughs> like... This is really crazy. Like you, you first off, we paid two hundred dollars to take to take this exam. Right. And then the conditions in which we're taking this exam don't allow us to succeed. Like they, it was like they didn't want us to be great. They really did not want you to be great. Honestly, I would demand a recount if you don't get the test results that you are happy with. I'm be like, Listen. um, can I redo this test? Because y'all had me all the way fucked up with people just sick in here. Right. If I don't get the score I want, I'm writing them. I'm like, listen, there was no way I could have done great on this exam because of the situation or the conditions I was like put in. Right. So I either you pay for me to take it again. Or you pay for me to take it again. <laughs> there is no in between. Because <laughs> it's not like they can just up my score just because. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's like illegal or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and then the other thing that had me shocked and appalled was the fact that Joey Badass and Megan Thee Stallion performed at TCNJ this week. <laughs> and I really wanted to go, but. One, I didn't know Joey Bass was performing. I thought it was just Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I really would have went. But then I saw the I saw the um, post on Instagram for people that I wanted, like attended, and I was like, "Dag!" Now I really wish I would have went. Yeah. Um, for those who are don't know, TCNJ is our alma mater, and also these like two musical acts. I'm honestly shocked by their appearance. Actually, though, because where were like where was this money at where we, when we was in school? Yes, where was this money at? Where was this like people who like listen to this music? Because you know that people that we went to school with definitely were not. So they had some whack shit now, all definitely the time. Not. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> to put it plainly, like TCJ is not a diverse campus. TCJ is predominantly white. First off, so I'm confused. <laughs> As to why they have these urban people performming at TCNJ. Like, <laughs> you TCNJ, know it's probably where did like y'all get these <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's crazy because they were getting some whack people most of the time. We were, like, the only lit concert we had was um, there was the Wiz Khalifa one mm-hmm. and Mac Miller. And I mean, Jay Sean was lit at the time he was brought in. Kinda. Wait, Jay but, Sean went to TCNJ? Yeah. I do you know not remember that? that at all. I think that was fall. It I was, was probably drunk. Fall concert. <laughs> but I know a lot of people didn't make it to that concert because they ended up getting too fucked up beforehand. And then yep. it was like, oh, not making it. But I had to rally. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I think I only went to the Mac Miller concert from what I remember. And by the time I got there, I was fucked up. Like, I have zero memory of the entire show. You know what used to crack me up about these shows was that you would get there and you would see the people that work in the cafeteria that turn it up, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Oh my god. That would be amazing. (laughs) I would crack up anytime I saw those people, like in general. Like, first of all, in the cafeteria, they were always cracking me up. All the Um, time. In like the dining hall and stuff. And then it's like, if you just saw them around campus, they were always doing me most. And it was so funny. No matter where they were at, like they could be walking into the shift, leaving the shift. Or just be on campus chilling for what reason? I don't even know. But, and they used to go to, like, frat parties, too. (laughs) (laughs) That I've never seen. Were they at your frat parties? No, they were at the multicultural frat parties. Oh. Oh. (laughs) See, I only went to one of those ones, which was, it's probably my biggest regret. And they were at that one, too. Were they? Yep. Oh, well, I was another level of drunk, so I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't have known. I was like, oh, okay. I don't remember shit from that, other than me being a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> they were really, like, TCJ was for real for real the setup. Like, it was, well, just the environment in general. It was um, an interesting environment. <laughs> I really don't know how else to describe it. Like, I can't. (laughs) But, yeah. I enjoyed it, though. I'm just upset that we didn't have more lit concerts. Yeah, I'm upset. You know, I'm lying. Because then we we, we got panic at the disco, too. We did? I thought that was after we left. Was that after we left? We got, like, Paramore. (laughs) Wait, no, that was for... Wasn't that for um, Funnable? Was it? I don't know. At some point, all I know is at some point we got Paramore and it was like when they weren't even cool anymore. <laughs> so I was like, why the fuck are they here? Why are you wasting our money on this bullshit? Yeah. I, for, I really just, I, for some reason, I feel like we got Panic at the Disco. And I love Panic at the Disco. For some reason, I feel like it was after we left, but I mean, I could be wrong. I was really bad about going to these concerts because half the time I was like either too drunk or like just didn't care. Yeah, because half the time they were ass acts. <laughs> I mean, we paid like $5 <laughs> for them anyway. <laughs> so I feel like, True. whatever. <laughs> like, I definitely got, I definitely had more fun at the, um, the Nooners, if anything. The what? The Nooners, you know those things that they used to have, like, during, like, the meal equipped time outside or, like, in the stud, and it would be, like, themed? <laughs> I do not remember this at all. I think you just forgot your whole TCNJ experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think I blocked it out of my memory. You definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up, but it's, like, a lot of time I'm just, like... Oh, I recently actually met somebody who went there that I didn't know, like, in college. And um, the the friend group was, like, asking us all this, like, all these questions. And she, like, spoke highly of it. And I was like, ugh, like. <laughs> okay, I'll <laughs> like, go that far. from that place. <laughs> I don't know why. You know why, though? I think it's because it's such, it was such a small environment that it almost felt like a high school 2.0. True. That's but, definitely what it was. So I think that's why I'm 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 grateful for my experiences. I'm grateful for where going there got me, but I am also just like I'm not trying to fuck with it like too much. <laughs> like if I could if I could go back and not have went there, I probably would have. Oh, a but... thousand percent. 
honestly like the whole reason I went there was because of like the cost and it's funny because I'm like now that I'm older I'm like I'm still paying shit off I might as well have gone somewhere I wanted to go you know but actually like I I went there because of the cost and I was like they get such a like a great academic reputation that it can't hurt for me to go Sure, but I feel like that's, like, mostly in New Jersey, because it's, like, now that I'm working in New York City, like, unless people that I'm interacting with are from New Jersey, they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about when I say I went to college, like, where (laughs) I went. So it's almost like I went somewhere that didn't even fucking matter. Right, they're like, you went to the college of New Jersey? Isn't that Rutgers? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's that where they're like, oh, you went to some, like, no-name to them, no-name school, you must be dumb. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... But I people, think now, like, it's it's gaining some steam. Like, now people are like, oh, TCNJ, okay, I know where that is. Where? Because I have, <laughs> I have not seen that online. I've, I've come across a lot of people who are like, like oh, TCNJ, I know where that is. Uh, I guess you and I have very different experiences. <laughs> <laughs> people, like, unless they're from New Jersey, they're like, what is that? Well, yeah, I usually interact with, like, people from New Jersey anyway, so... See, not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Once you leave a bubble that is New Jersey, nobody gives a fuck about what TCNJ is. Yeah, but if you like, if you're like, if people who are like trying to go to school in the Northeast and like you're searching for colleges, if you type in the best college in New Jersey, TCNJ is going to be number one. But after Princeton, of course. Um, sure. I can't even argue this with you because I feel like you've just decided that this no, is what it's, it is. No, it's ranked as the best public school in New Jersey. Yeah, and no one's, like, looking for it. Do you know what I'm saying? True. No one is no one looking for it. Like, if you're going to go to the Northeast, why, why New Jersey? What? <laughs> if you're going to go to a, a college in the Northeast, there are so many better ones. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, nobody's, like, looking for, like, schools here unless, like, you live here. Right. Unless you're, like, actively looking to go to school in New Jersey and you don't got the grades or SAT score to go to Princeton, TCNJ is the best option for you. It's public Ivy, duh. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me, but okay, cool. It's it's just what like the pretentious asshole said to make them like themselves feel better about the fact that they went there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I still got love for it somewhere. You always gotta cherish the moments you did have there. Oh, I do. They were just a hot ass fucking mess. (laughs) Every year. Oh, God. We went on a bit of a tangent there. I'm sorry. I, I really said a lot about how I feel about our alma mater right now. <laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to add about? Nope. Nope. That was it. That oh, was okay. Because <laughs> I feel like I fully cut you off, and I'm sorry. I feel like we did, like, a rant about TCNJ last season, too. So this is just keeping with the pattern right now. <laughs> Everybody, I'm, it's just going to go back to those people that I'm saying, like, who are, are not from the area. And they're just like, who the fuck cares about this school? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. And with that, let's get into our dates from hell. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this date from hell, 
it's going to be about like setups and when is the right time to like introduce someone to your parents if you're dating them. So uh-huh. <laughs> let's see how this goes. <laughs> All right. So this person goes, one time my dental assistant said she knew my mom and wanted to set me up with her son on a date. Her son picked me up and I joined his family for dinner at his house before we went downstairs to watch a movie. He was making out with me, but it was horrible and not enjoyable. He ended up driving me home and said, I guess you're my girlfriend now. I hit him with a no boy and never saw him again. (laughs) Number one is since uh, listeners at home don't actually see these write-ins, I just want to point out the fact that HORRIBLE is in all caps. Yes, all caps. (laughs) Like, sound like she was dirty dogged. (laughs) I just, okay, I don't even know where to start with this one, so I feel feel like we have to take it back. Yes, we definitely do. Okay, so let's start with how this whole interaction came to be. So, her dental assistant said that she knew her mom mm-hmm. and wanted to... So, okay, so the dental assistant and the mom were familiar with each other. Yes. And so the dental assistant had a son who set, who she wanted to set up with the girl who wrote us. Yes. First of all, I don't want anybody who's been all up in my mouth cleaning my teeth or doing whatever right. <laughs> trying to set me up with anybody in their life. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first comment on that. Second is like, you bring in like my mom into it. I feel like that's kind of sketch. Mm-hmm. Like this is where my red flag would start to go up. I'm like, okay, here's three issues with this entire sentence is like, you are somebody that I go to for a service that I need mm-hmm. like at least twice a right. year. So I'm going to have this interaction with you forever until I find a new dentist, which after this, I most definitely am finding a new dentist. Real quick. Um, <laughs> you have like whatever the family aspect. So you're dragging my like mom and your friendship or acquaintanceship or whatever the fuck. In Not only you. that, though, like, all right, you say you knew my mom. All right, pause. Now I need to go and ask my mom what she thinks about you because <laughs> that yes. might be a totally different vibe than what you're throwing at me. A hundred percent. And now you're like, I'm I'm trying to figure out like, is this the first time like you're interacting about this and you're just like, oh, by the way, you should like meet my son. Yeah, like. What what sparked this? Like, you just realized that your son had nothing going for himself, so now you want to set him up with somebody? And that, then... That, that's just, like... Mm. He picks you up for dinner at his mom's house. So now you're not only having dentist... I mean, not, not, now you're not only having dinner with your, her son, but you also have dinner with her. Or him. Whatever gender this dental system may be. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I don't, like, first off, a first date should not be a family dinner, one. No, absolutely not. And, and I'm like, um, like, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, it's like, my first date, we're getting drinks, so that if you're weirding me out, I can wrap it <laughs> by, like, an hour. Right. 
And it sounds like, I mean, I just could not picture like putting myself into the situation of like having somebody pick me up for dinner at his family's house. Like this isn't sprung on you. Like this is like something, you know, it's go you're going into. So that's already like a lot. Mm-hmm. The expectations of that are so much, especially on a first date. And it's like, I don't even know if I like this person. I got to go sit with his family and like try to figure out that dynamic when I don't even know exactly. if I like him. Like, there was just too much happening too fast, is what it right. seems like. Because, one, I'm not having a family dinner for a first date. Two, we're not just about to be making out when knowing that your whole family is in the house. That's another thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, he lived with his parents. Right. And he's in the basement, and you're making out... But not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. This is just so uncomfy on so many levels. Like yes. And I then just, and then having like okay, y'all just met, and now you guess that she's your girlfriend. <laughs> Hopefully, who taught you? Like you have no home training right now. I guess he, I guess the, he. She already met the parents. They have family dinner. <laughs> now they in a relationship. That's, <laughs> Let's like, play you know some. You're going to skip the whole meet and greet with just between us. You're just going to be the parents. Right. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I kind of admire this in a way because, like, as a lazy person, this, <laughs> you just got so much done in one evening. Like, <laughs> right. Right. You expedited, like, the first three months of a relationship into mm-hmm. one evening. <laughs> she did. First, first time making out, first date, Thanksgiving dinner with the family. <laughs> like they had a whole year's worth of relationship in two and hours. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't know how I'd react in this situation. First off, like, when you said, "Oh, I'm picking you up to go fit to dinner at my my mom's house." I'm like, "No, we're not doing that." <laughs> Like, I ain't going to no dinner at nobody's mom's house. We have like a family? Months. Nah. <laughs> That's a no-no for me. <laughs> That's number one. And number two, if I somehow find myself there, and then you're trying to have whatever, like, make-out session with me downstairs, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to leave. Right. Because I'm like, sir, your mother is here. <laughs> like, you realize that we have no privacy right now. Someone can easily walk up, walk down here. And then it'd be um, real awkward. It's just, like, crazy. And I feel like, I mean, I think setups, nine times out of ten, are weird. Because I feel like, I mean, there's a comedian that I love. His name's Jared Freed. Um, okay. He, he talks about, like, dating on his own podcast a lot. And he says it perfectly where I think it's, like, it makes a lot of sense uh, where he says, like, women are terrible at setting people up. And at first I was offended by this. <laughs> I was like, dang, like, I would think that, like, women are more intuitive about, like, I don't know how people interact and stuff. But the more he explained it, the more I was like, this makes sense. And then you see it here. It's like he starts he talks about how um, 
basically like women will kind of just like not really think about how like people will mesh together and they'll just like make up these mm. scenarios about people like fitting and then it's like when they're trying to set someone up they'll essentially throw that person on anyone until it clicks and i think that's oh, like what God. what like happens here and it's like it kind of sounds like his mom <laughs> has like no real like awareness about what her son is like and like that he might be a problem <laughs> so nah, she's her mom was like, throwing him at like, anybody who will receive it <laughs> no nah, what i think it was she was like listen i i need my son out of my house i don't care who gets him out but i'm gonna find somebody <laughs> i take it as her son is like so crazy and like can't find a girl that she's upon herself to like trying to meddle into his life like I feel like if someone's if someone's mom is so invested in setting them up I'm freaking out yeah because that's like you're a little too concerned in places you really don't need to be but it's also like all right something is some there's something wrong because for him to think that you're automatically boyfriend and girlfriend after two hours you're crazy yeah definitely something is off <laughs> like i want to know how many like dates that she, his mom set up for him that is a great question that is a real good question. And it's like, did any of them work out? Like, is he married to, like, one of these girls now who was, like, sad and desperate, too? Like, is that what's happening? Like, my thing is, all right, so you're my dental assistant. I come in for service. You don't really know me, but you know your son. So you really can't just start throwing people at your son or throwing your son at people mm-hmm. if you don't know them. Like it was diff- it was it would like it would be different if the dental su- assistant and the mom were like really close and the two people like the daughter and son knew her. Yeah. And she had something to go off of. But if you don't know my mom that well and you just know of my mom, don't try and set me up. Like, yeah, I that's to, what I'm I saying. I need to do my background check before anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, it goes back to like her just being like terrible at setting people up, and I, I really mm-hmm. honestly think that she's just throwing her son at anybody who will pick it up. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> but I mean, when it comes down to it, everyone loves the setup because at least like you don't have to do the work of going out and finding someone. Um, yes, but I think it's like, I mean, I think there's like a couple ways to look at it. I feel like from a woman's perspective, like a lot of times the setup is like more ideal. Um, cause I feel like you're, you're less likely to have to be like, um, worried about, is this person going to be an asshole? Is this person going to like, you know, um, completely go rogue and just like ghosts because you have somebody holding them accountable true um but that brings me to my next question have you ever had a setup with the mutual connection go badly uh 
I'm thinking of something. And it's like, it's not that it went badly. It was just funny. And I feel like you know what I'm talking about. I definitely know where you're going. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about it? I mean, go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't even like know where to start. Speak, speak, speak your truth. <laughs> My truth is that Dan set me up Dan on a blog. You set me up on a blind date that really wasn't a blind date. True. Okay. Because we knew each other, which was really funny. <laughs> um. It was awkward. It lasted like five hours, which I'm not really sure how. (laughs) We definitely talked about this situation last season, too. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. I don't remember talking about this at all. I feel like we did because we had talked about me being at the date. At one point. No, you're talking about somebody else. Wait, hold Oh, okay, now I know who you're talking about. Alright, now I You know. understand who I'm talking about now? Damn, I set you up with a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. The first one, the one you were thinking of, you technically didn't set me up. We just met at a function of yours. Yes. So that's different. That's like not what you, you were telling me not to do that. I was, you're right. And you're I right. did not listen. <laughs> <laughs> At all. This was I think this was the only time you actually set me up. Yeah, this was like a, a setup setup. And we went like had dinner and which Dan picked the spot <laughs> <laughs> and wrote in the reservation, this is a blind date, like please give them like a table with a view. <laughs> And I was mortified because I walked in and um, the girl's like, oh, are you here for the blind date? And I was like, <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, just stick a sign on my forehead. Like, <laughs> I'm like the loser here. That's like meeting some dude I don't know. But the plot twist was I did know him. And <laughs> Which made it a lot less weird because I feel like if you if it was truly someone I had no clue who they were or anything, mm-hmm. I would have died. But <laughs> <laughs> luckily that that was not the case. So Dan was looking out, but I it, was. the spark was not there. <laughs> I mean, at all. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. <laughs> it was not there at all, and but I somehow hung out with this person for hours. And then it's, for, it's because you knew them. Yeah, and I and then was like walked home, and then it was very awkward because like I was trying to go inside. Homeboy was like, I had fun, but like I'm not trying to do nothing with you like that because it's a first date. And I was like, ain't nobody asking for any of that right now. I'm going to bed. It's eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. Right. Um, and then after that never went anywhere. So I don't I don't really know that it like went terribly wrong, but it was just like a funny situation. Yeah, it was it was just a date. Yeah, I mean, other than that, not really. Have you? I have not. I, I well, I've never been set up. I guess Yeah. 
I, it's funny because it's like, it happens to me a lot where people will like mention like, oh, I know somebody for you. But then there's like no follow through of like trying to set me up. But I think part of me is also like, I'm kind of resistant to it when people do try. I'll just be like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it just, it, most of the time it depends on who's trying to set you up. Because, like, if it's someone that, like, knows you, then you're like, all right, they're not going to do me too dirty. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes, like, people's perception of, like, what you would be into is so off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I ain't about this life. Uh, I would rather just, like, be a hermit and be forever alone sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or also, I don't want a situation like this where it's like, you know, I fuck around and go on this date, and then now I can't associate with that person anymore because they did me so dirty. Right. <laughs> like, like this girl had to go find a whole ass new dentist. Or she was, or, or it could have been like, no, I'm not your girlfriend, and then they just never speak of it ever again. But I highly doubt that. I doubt that with his like. You know, if the parent was, like, so intrusive. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure as soon as he got back home from dropping it off, she was like, um, so how'd it go? But her, like, his, this, this this guy's mom or dad, whoever it was, as a dental assistant, definitely should have been like, um, wait, hold on. You asked her if she was your girlfriend and y'all just met today and seen something off. Like, I feel like if you're going to set someone up, you should check in with both parties to see how the date went and then follow up accordingly. Because I know, like, if the, like say this was my friend and I set him up with another mutual friend. And he goes, yeah, it didn't go too well. I, well, I thought it was going well, but then I asked her if she was my girlfriend and she said no. I'd be like, um, duh, y'all just met. Like, what is wrong with you? Yes, but, like, there's no way that this person is that self-aware because, I mean, hello, you're okay with your son coming on the date with this girl to your house to meet your entire family. So she's obviously, like, not all there either. Beth wasn't thinking all her actions through at all. No. (laughs) She's like, yeah, y'all, you can come over to my house. We'll have dinner. Yikes. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, but when is the right time to introduce someone to your parents um never no <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I mean I think it depends on the situation like yeah. you know how serious you're about the person how quickly is the relationship moving are you comfortable with that amount of time like for me I feel like <clears throat> It takes me a long time. Like, honestly, I've only ever brought one person around my family. And anybody after that, I have not. Regardless of, like, how long it went on, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't, I, it's also because my family's a lot. Um, (laughs) I got to make sure it's, like, locked down enough that, like, you don't meet my family and run away. (laughs) Yeah. You'll just be like. Oh, this makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes, like, because I feel like there's definitely stages 
Like, I have to be talking to you for a few months before I even introduce you to my friends. Yes, me too. And then after I introduce you to my friends, I'm going to need another few months. And I don't mean you ain't coming over for no major holidays before a year, first off. No, no. (laughs) But then after a year, okay, now... This is a maybe. I mean, I feel like it also depends on how old you are. True. Because like, because like, if I'm like 35 and I meet someone, I'm like, all right, okay, this is definitely gonna be moving much faster than if I was how old I am now. I guess so, but I <laughs> I feel like I'd be resistant to like having anybody come meet my family until I absolutely have to. <laughs> Like, I keep I keep joking with my mom. I'm like, you know, if the person I end up with, I'm not bringing them around till we're married. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Just gonna elope and show up. Because y'all time. are all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, my family is crazy too, so I understand. I overstand. Over. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's like, like up to the circumstance like I mean I think it's like um every case is different mm-hmm. for like when you're meeting the parents true okay so let's get into the shocking truth because I'm excited for our first subsection subsection of this segment yes I'm so excited for this um so last episode we mentioned that Dan and I love Flora Bama Shore Yes, I absolutely love the show. Um, and this show premiered for season three on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole lot of fuckery. Like, <laughs> Not only that, but they they were so good to us that they gave us two episodes. They gave us two episodes, and I just can't. I Sometimes I do watch, like, I feel like last season was, like, had, like, kind of a boring start. Like, there were parts here and there that were funny. But, like, honestly, with this premiere, like, I was cracking up the entire time. From start to finish. Because it, it was a shit show from the very beginning to the very end. Like, <laughs> and I just want to say shout out to Courtney's mom for driving six hours. That was to- insane. Yes, to St. Peter, St. Petersburg, Florida, where they, because, okay, so a little preface. So they usually did the show in Panama City Beach, but due to all the shit show that occurred in the past two seasons and everyone getting kicked out or getting banned from bars, they had to relocate. Yes. And so they relocated to St. Petersburg, Florida, or St. Pete Beach, and... It's already started off because Nilsa and Courtney's flight got canceled. And so Courtney's mom had to drive them six hours to the new house. (laughs) And when what had me cracking up was like they walk into this new house and they act like it was the fanciest shit they've ever seen. And I I was like, the house did look pretty dope, though. The house was nice, but I was like, I feel like this is a standard like shore house. Like they were acting like they walked up in the Taj Mahal for a second. I was like, like, (laughs) calm down. It ain't like that. Like, 
Um, uh, fucking yeah. Candace walking in talking about my whole squ- uh, credit score just went up. I'm like, sis, <laughs> that's not how credit. That's how you know they ain't never seen nothing nice like ever. <laughs> so that had me fucked up. But okay, what I really need to get into is Jeremiah's hair. Oh, and Gus's lack thereof. <laughs> and he's fucking George Michael earring. Like everything. Like they they walked into this house like they were on some like something crazy. What I love about like the season premiere of these kind of shows is like everybody coming back and like seeing how different they all look. Mm-hmm. So it's like Candace like definitely cleaned up a little bit more this year. Like her makeup. Yeah, she definitely feeling herself more. Yeah, she was like doing her makeup, all that stuff. Amy got extensions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gus lost his facial hair and looked crazy and decided to wear an earring. You know who I was, you know who never like stands out on any like intro episode? Kirk. Yeah. Kirk is is always just there on every intro episode and then like two or three episodes in is when you really start to see Kirk. And then he just pops off out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Exactly. it's like they all come in hot and he's like a slow burn like yeah he like comes in he's like just trying to take in whatever and like kind of watching the shit so show around him right like um so they get to the house they look crazy real crazy <laughs> and they go out the first night drunk. Oh, wait, we have to talk about something before they go out though what are we talking about amy and her boyfriend Oh my god, I almost forgot all about <laughs> First off, the fact that Amy literally looks for, like, one of her requirements for a boyfriend is that he be a felon is crazy <laughs> to me. Well, when she was saying all that, I was like, um, I was not aware that this was her criteria for a man. At all. And then she starts talking about their sex life, which was too fucking much. Like way too much. She was in there talking about how he. She's like, these are not my words; these are hers. Just FYI. <laughs> she was talking about how he hits it right and he eats the cookie right. <laughs> and I was just horrified because, and I wasn't even in the car. Like everybody in that car looked so uncomfortable. Like they were like not trying to have this conversation and she just kept going she just like kept going and elaborating and adding more adjectives and verbs (laughs) no one asked at all (laughs) one of them like okay like she was really aiming this conversation towards i think it was who was it in the front seat candace it was candace in the front seat (laughs) even she was like "Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm." So, like, that was uncomfy to watch. Um, And then also, like, Gus' girlfriend. I just need to, like, how old? Like, they're, like, our age, maybe a little younger than us. Gus is, like, 24 or something like that, I think. Yeah. So. And he's, like, like, 19. His, his girlfriend's, like, 18, 19, according, according to Nilsa, which might not be true. She might just be a little bitter. Right. <laughs> she might be a little mad. <laughs> But even still, like, once they got out, Gus was actually like, he ain't having no girlfriend. Oh, he forgot all about her. All about her. Like, girlfriend who? Lisa where? <laughs> so they go out, <laughs> and everybody is drunk mess. Um, 
You got Gus acting like he ain't got no girlfriend. Like people, he's getting twerked on. Yeah, he get body on. shots. Yeah, body shots. And uh, then Jeremiah was go, too lit. Apes. <laughs> too lit. Like he was literally team too much. Like, I've never seen him like that. And like I, I, I enjoyed seeing him like seeing him like that at the bar, but. When they were going home, I was like, all right, homeboy need to chill. <laughs> and he was, like, punching shit in the cab because he had to puke. <laughs> he had to puke and they wouldn't let him out. Like, it was just literally too much. But what got me was, like... Sorry. Um, he was like, Kodai, I just puked and rally. No, you puked. You didn't rally. <laughs> he was doing the Hulk smash, like, the whole time. <laughs> And from like the season, like the clips of what's going to happen this season, he is very angry this season. Yeah, he looks like crazy aggressive, and it looks like him and Gus like get into some crazy yeah. fight, mm-hmm. which is wild because they're best friends. Yeah, there was a lot, but what irked me the most was, I mean, just in general, I feel, like I felt what, where Candace was coming from in the beginning. When she was like, when she was supposed to room with Amy, yeah. And Amy was as soon as Nosa walked in, it was like Candace Sue. <laughs> like, I, I get it, yeah. but her reaction was just so unnecessary. Like when they were arguing about the rooms. Well, I mean, her 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 reaction was more so general and then it turned into her attacking them because the guys were like oh you girls need to give up the room because the guys want like the guys should have the benefit of being able to sleep in a room where just two of them and then candace was like what are you talking about blah, blah, blah. and then she just she candace do be over the top sometimes sometimes most of the time most of the time but but i mean some reaction is like I get, but she could she definitely could have went about it in a different whole different way. Like she could have brought them to the side and had this conversation with them before flipping a load. And I mean, granted, I mean I wouldn't want to room with Courtney either. <laughs> That's where my frustration would come from. Because <laughs> homegirl don't shower, so she don't shower. She pisses everywhere. No, now she only pisses in bathrooms. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Because she got a new man. <laughs> she do. She got a new man. And she walked up in the house like, I'm thick now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which she, had it crying. Because at first, like, I was like, I couldn't tell. Like, I was like, her face looks different. And I don't know, like, what well, I couldn't put my finger on it. And then she walks in talking about, I'm thick now. And I was like. Uh, Makes sense. She did gain some weight, though. Yeah. But it was funny the way she addressed it when she walked in. Yeah. So, but what are you looking forward to the most this, this season? season? Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of like, I'm waiting for Gus to break up with his girlfriend. Because I know it's going to happen. <laughs> Like, I'm I'm really here for his messiness because, like, honestly, he's the fucking worst. 
I think. Because he tries mm. to come off like, oh, I'm like, I'm such a good man and blah, blah, blah. And, but then yeah. he's out here acting a fucking mess. Every single night. They weren't even in the house for a day. And he was out in these streets. But you know what I'm over? I'm, Gilsa? I'm o- no, I'm over Kodai and Candace. I'm so oh, my over. God. <laughs> They're a fucking mess, too. Like, when she was at the bar, first off, the whole situation with Candace and her ID killed me. <laughs> when she tried to have, like, use somebody's ID to get in, but the yes. person standing right next to her? Okay. <laughs> Just for it to end up, like, her actually having her ID in her purse. Yes. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, Candace, you gotta do better. <laughs> she was a mess. Um... Yeah, what are you most looking forward to, though? I'm honestly looking forward to these fights that are happening in the house. They do look crazy. Like, they they look real wild. Like, I feel like after this season, there's going to be some relationship that just won't be able to be repaired. Which always makes for good television. (laughs) Because every season, the fights get worse. They really do. And, like, it's crazy that, like, they walked up in here, like, the first day they're already fighting. I'm like, these people have so many, like, issues with each other. Mm -hmm. They can't even stomach being in the same house for a few hours. I'm, like, wondering, like, how much longer this show's going to happen for. Because my thing was, at the end of last season, Gus was like, I might not be coming back. And then he shows up with a girlfriend, and she didn't want him there, but he came anyway. Yeah, because he's a cheating ass hoe. <laughs> and I'm just like ready to like watch him like continuously fuck up and then try to act like he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what a thing though that I thought was funny, it was like everybody calling him out because like the season before when he kept having that like back and forth with Nilsa and he said, I'm just the man. Yeah. And they kept, like, repeating that about him this episode, so I was cracking up, because I remember that very well. I was like, this motherfucker, I can't. I hate him. So I'm just like, I'm waiting for his downfall, and that's what I'm excited for this season. But also, going along with that, like, I I don't condone his cheating habits, but Milsa was cock-locking that whole night. She was like, is your name Lisa? Oh, he has a girlfriend. Like, Milsa, that's none of your business. Yes, but at the same time, it's like the girlfriend was ho- the only reason this girl was mad about him going back was because he was going to be in the house with her. But it's like he not even acting up with her. He's acting up with random hoes like yeah. in the club. And she's mm-hmm. over here trying to tell him, like, cut it out. It was like as soon as he walked in that club, like girlfriend flip switched off because he was like, oh, we're going to be going out all the time. Y'all better be coming out with us. Like, yeah, I saw that's that not what you're supposed like, to say. Honestly, I think this relationship is scripted. I'm going to just say that. I was, to add to the drama. <laughs> to add to the drama. I was like, I think they were like, Gus, we need you to get into a relationship and go in the house in a, with a, in a relationship just so that things can go crazy afterwards. I guess. I mean, I'm wondering if they're still together. Yeah, I'm going to have to look on Instagram or something. Because that's where they put all their information at. But sometimes I'd be rooting for, like, one, I hate 
the Jergas bromance. Like, that is the most annoying bromance of <laughs> <reality> TV. <laughs> they are very annoying. Two, sometimes I'll really be rooting for Jamaya because he, like, at first I thought he can't be douchey, but he really does be looking out for the roommates. Yeah, I have to say he grew on me because at first I hated him. Mm-hmm. But, like, now it's like, all right, honestly, now I hate Gus. <laughs> <laughs> and I can deal with Jeremiah, even though that fucking ponytail situation he had. Or that, that wannabe man bun that wasn't really one, I couldn't. That was insane. Like, he really wore that out. <laughs> In the return of the pink palm tree, sure, I couldn't. I thought they had got rid of it. He really do be making the most, like, questionable fashion choices I've ever seen. All the time. Literally everywhere they go. Uh, I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm so excited for this new season. Yeah, it'll be um, fun to watch, and we'll be covering it. So, hopefully, so like, y'all. Yeah, and it, if you watch the show, like, let us know, like, your thoughts and um, what you think about us talking about the show. Yeah, and if you if you don't watch it, I just need you I just watch the season three episode one. Just watch that one episode and if you like it, then go back and start from the beginning. Yes. Because literally every like the whole entire makeup of what the se- what Floor Bama Short is happens in that one episode. You get a taste of it all. Yes. All right. Um, I'm actually really excited for this next shocking truth topic as well. Yes. All right. Get into it. So basically, um, <laughs> this is a couple weeks old at this point, but it's still very relevant. Basically, T.I. is facing backlash um, about his latest confession involving his 18-year-old daughter. Apparently, he goes to the gynecologist with her every year to make sure her hymen is still intact. Yes, I heard about that story. T.I. is absolutely out of control. What the actual fuck? Like, he basically, like, wants to make sure she's a virgin. And, like, what's hilarious is, like, the gynecologist apparently is, like, you know that there's, like, a million ways that um so that could, ha- like, break? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's, like, not a virgin. <laughs> like, there's all these other factors. Right, because, like, gymnasts, they're, they're having breaks like almost immediately yeah like it's crazy and then like there was i saw ever since like since this came out like apparently like his daughter like i think unfollowed him on some kind of social media i don't remember if it was twitter or instagram i think um, she unfollowed him but then she like i think she is no longer on social media at all oh is she yeah i think it started off with her unfollowing and liking the comments about it yes that, that like dissed her dad or whatever and then but now she's like no longer on social media that's crazy i didn't know that part yeah i'm pretty sure like ti was like all right yeah if you want to block me and you want to act like this then you gotta delete your social media she needs to just like go move out and we were actually talking about this in one of my classes and my professor was like yeah apparently like when you turn when someone turns 14 um the gynecologist really doesn't have to do these tests for parents. 
They don't either. And that's why I'm like, is this doctor just lying for her? Because I would. Yeah. If I, I mean, first of all, I would be like, listen, you're going to have to go to somebody else because <laughs> I'm not doing this for you. Yeah, like, that's such a shitty position to put somebody in who's, like, just trying to do their job, number one. Number two, your daughter is 18. Like, stop treating her like this if you want her in your life because I feel like pretty soon he's going to be, like, pushing her away so much by being this controlling. She's going to want nothing to do with him. And that's clear, like, now, the way she was responding to stuff on social media. So it's like, what are you doing, dude? It's like... You knew this would This just would have been bad for your public identity when this came out but he's like bragging about it on what i don't remember what the podcast was but he was speaking about it on it and he was like bragging about it first off in the age of feminism you shouldn't be bragging about this sir no he needs to get checked is what he needs to do real quick like, if my dad tried to be all up in my gynecologist appointments, like, when I was that age, <laughs> we would be fighting. Like, I'm throwing hands with my father. Like, get right, the like fuck Why am I bringing my parent along? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, you go sit your ass home while I do what I gotta do because you don't know shit about the female body. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like. Oh, man. <laughs> that shit makes me so hot. Like, it makes me so mad. Ugh, he's disgusting. T.I., you're gross. Real gross. I'm going to send this episode to him, uh, tell him the timestamp of when to listen, just so I, <laughs> he can hear me say, you are disgusting. I can't. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> has to do better. <laughs> okay, so the next segment, well, the next uh, news article is about um, Nicki Minaj, Wendy Williams beef. I feel like they're always beefing. Wendy Williams and Nicki Minaj both simultaneously are always beefing with someone. So it only is <laughs> fitting that they're beefing with each other. Yes. So in a recent episode of the Wendy Williams show, um, Wendy Williams was discussing Nicki Minaj's wedding during the show's Hot Topic segment. Mm-hmm. And so after congratulating Nicki Minaj on the engagement, uh, she then proceeded to bring up... Uh, her fiance's criminal past. So, <laughs> in late October, Nicki Minaj had announced that she and Petty had. Oh, I can actually tie the knot. So they're actually married. Okay, Nikki, you moving fast? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they got married. Actually, I did see that recently. Actually, yes. And so she started referring to him as her husband. So throughout the relationship, Nick Minaj was like defending uh, her husband against concerns about his criminal record. And his criminal record is that he's a registered sex offender in the state of New York. And he has served time in prison for manslaughter after being convicted in 2002. So he served seven years in prison and he's also a sex offender is what William, Wendy Williams said. She, and she goes on to say, so that means he is a manslaughter, a killer. Okay, so he's a killer and a sex offender. Well, Nikki, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then during Nicki Minaj's uh, Queen Radio segment that following Friday, uh, she responded to one of the woman's comments 
and goes, every time you mention him, you feel the need to bring these things up. I mean, everyone's going to bring it up, though. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, like, something like, oh, like, your man stole a shirt from, like, Neiman Marcus one time. Like, mm-hmm. no, bro, like, he's a full-on sex offender, and, like, right. I just, I can't. <laughs> but I feel like Nicki Minaj is just, she just is always around some type of sex offender. Like, wasn't, isn't her brother a sex offender, too? Is he? I've never heard about that. I feel like he is. Um, I don't want to mislead the people, but I feel like I heard something about Nicki Minaj's brother being a sex offender. <laughs> I may be wrong. But <laughs> yes, actually, um, Nicki Minaj's brother was convicted of raping stepdaughter in Long Island, and this is an article from 2017. So, yes, you are correct. Okay, yes, I knew I had my information. <laughs> so she just, I don't know, Nikki, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't her vibe, maybe. She attracts that. Gotta be. Gotta be. Ew, girl. Listen, I'm gonna pray for her because she need it. If this is her man, she need help. Yeah, serious help. Because I would not voluntarily go into the relationship with somebody like that. Like, At, you know damn well what you're getting into, no? First of all, I'm doing a background check before I even go on a date. I ain't even going on no damn date. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm going. I'm doing a background check before. And if this information surfaces, ain't no date happening. No. And it's like, if I find this out after the fact, then we we just breaking up. Point blank, period. But she over here defending him, talking about how everybody want to bring that up. Sis, you should expect that when that's your man's past and you're famous. Yeah, you knew marrying him, this was going to be an issue. Right. So I don't really understand, like, why she's shocked. <laughs> but, I mean, Wendy Williams is very messy. She is she is the queen of messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she messy. always saying shit that she don't need to speak on. So I mean, like this was a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somebody at work today was talking about how they're like a fan of hers, and I was like, but why? She's crazy. <laughs> um, Wendy Williams. Yeah. I love Wendy Williams. She's because she's so messy. <laughs> That's true. Like I feel like her brand is just be messy. Because honestly, most of this, most of the celebrity gossip, I wouldn't even know if one of them didn't speak on it in hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you like watched her show like that, Dan. I don't. But you the articles are always the, they have like, all right, one of Williams beefing with this person. <laughs> she got a new beef every day. Like I legit exactly. not keep track. And it's all because she talked about this on Hot Topics. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there's a Wendy Williams beef, it's usually because of her Hot Topics. Right. Well, I feel like that's been her thing. Like, ever since she came out, like, people always beef for her because she always had something to say. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, the, like, the last story we have is about Instagram 
um, removing their likes. And, like, this hasn't really been anything new. Like, I feel like this has been out there for a while as, like, a possibility. But now they're going to start actually rolling this out into the U.S. um, um, as part of their push for creating a healthier platform um, now that people are, like, getting concerned that the counts start to damage young people's self-esteem and incentivize, like, polarizing content. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I personally just don't care how many likes I get. I post. I, I don't even post that often. I think it's a generational thing, to be honest. Like, I think for us, like, we're from an era where we lived without this. So we... Um, have a different experience with it than the kids who like are growing up now like these gen z kids basically who mm-hmm. like have been on this shit since they were like young right and it's like a big part of like them like validating themselves like these kids like my sister's like age group have like thousands of followers they get like hundreds of likes like and i think they really do like are, they're so absorbed in this culture that it really like impacts them that much. So I think yeah. this is like Instagram's way of like trying to like become a more positive, you know, experience. But I don't really think that it's gonna make a difference. I did see something. It was like you can tell the creator of Instagram is a is a dude because at first they stopped letting you see who 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 um likes pictures or something like that and now they're taking the likes away so you can't check and see who your um boyfriend's phone who your boyfriend's pictures are who who your boyfriend's liking pics of (laughs) i did see that too actually but i mean i don't know i mean like i get how like social media is a big thing when it comes to like cyber bullying Yes, yeah, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on I don't know Shop like, uh, how big likes are. Like if you if you're gonna take likes away, why keep comments? True. Well, I think you're it's easier for you to get like engagement from your followers through a like versus a comment. Like people have to go out of their way, as silly as that sounds, to comment. Mm, so I almost feel like true. they're more valuable than likes. Yeah. Um, anyway, personally for me, like I don't really care if they take it away because I'm still gonna be posting what the fuck I want. Right. I'm. And, yeah. I'm just gonna be posting whenever I feel like posting. And that's just that's the tea. <laughs> because I mean, I feel like most people on Instagram are really just scrolling through anyway. So yeah. it's really not going to change that much. You just want to get those notifications of someone liked your picture. That's it. I mean, in a way, I'm kind of curious to see, like, how that affects, like, people's frequency of posting or maybe what they post. Because, like, my thought is, like, maybe people don't post certain things, like, now because they're like, oh, like, it's not going to get that many likes, so I'm not going to post it. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I, like, literally were just, like, 
going through this before we started recording where I was like, oh, I forgot I was going to post this picture. I don't know if I should still, no one's going to like it at this time. Like true. that stuff's so like ingrained in my brain, like sometimes. And it's like, I say, I don't care. But then at the end of the day, I am thinking about, all right, what's going to actually get a response. And if I'm not getting likes, like, because I can't, then I don't care at that point. I'm probably going to be posting more of the stuff that I really care about and like that I find cool even if I know it's not going to get as much engagement as like my other posts too yeah but I feel like what we were also talking about is like when activity on Instagram would be at the most so that people can act that so that you know people will be able to see it versus like knowing people are actually going to like it I guess true and that's valid yeah but the assumption is the more people that see it the more likely you're get you're going to get like um, a substantial amount of likes. That's like validating mm-hmm. enough that the post was good. True. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll, I'm interested to see like what happens. Yeah. When it happens, we'll let you know what we think about it. And we'll also see if it sticks. Cause I'm like, I feel like people are about to lose their damn minds. <laughs> <laughs> people really are gonna lose their minds like people especially people who like fiend for likes yes who they're like suddenly have, like, won't be able to they're gonna have a withdrawal literal yeah. withdrawal fully they're not gonna it's know what people if people are watching them or anything it's gonna be an interesting thing to say for sure but I think it'll die down after a while if anything yeah, or until, like, the next, like, um, platform comes about mm-hmm. that people are obsessed with and get the likes from there. <laughs> like TikTok, even though I don't even have TikTok. Yeah, but the, the kids love it. <laughs> <laughs> Those youngins. Yeah. But, yes, let's hop into our next segment. Let's have a poll. With some yes. FMK and Would You Rather. Cool. Um, I'll go first with my FMK. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm laughing at this. Like, why did I decide this? All right. Rachel Ray, Martha <laughs> okay. Stewart, and Oprah. Oh, um, I'm killing Rachel Ray. <laughs> because, like, I don't really know her too much like I know who Rachel Thray is but I feel like I don't really fucks with her on like uh cooking level or like just in general um but then I'm going to fuck Martha Stewart because you know like I feel like I just developed such a love for Martha Stewart after she appeared on after her and Stu got that little show together yeah. And like she really just be chilling and just be vibing. Um but then of course I'm gonna have to marry Oprah because it's Oprah. Of course. <laughs> like you can't not marry Oprah in this scenario. You have to because you need a sugar mama. Right. And I just need her to like just do everything for my career. <laughs> Literally That's for what my whole life. For not for even my whole like... life career. <laughs> I can't. No, I think I agree with this. 
with your choices. I mean, I fucks with Rachel Ray because I used to watch her as a kid. Like, as a kid, I had, like, obsessions with, like, all these shows on Food Network. So I would watch 30-minute mm-hmm. meals with Rachel Ray. I used to watch that, too. I did. And I watched Martha Stewart a lot, too. But at the end of the day, like, when it comes down to picking the three of them, like, obviously you can't kill off Oprah. At all. So you got to, like, marry her. <laughs> The only option for Oprah is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And so when it comes down to Martha Stewart versus Rachel Ray, like, honestly, I feel like I would have to, I would have to fuck Martha Stewart because... I'm saying, like... She's seen some shit, you know? Literally, like, Martha been in a jail and everything. She's seen some shit. Like, I'd be curious to see what that'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Martha behaving with Snoop, like, if I fuck Martha, maybe I can meet Snoop, too. You just in it for what this could get you out of that person. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking long term. <laughs> I'm over here like, what's going to be a better time? <laughs> but Martha's a great time, too. Like, she got the whole drinkware set. She be turning up on the show. Like, I don't really see Rachel really turning up like that. Nah, she doesn't. And she says, like, she has really annoying catchphrases that I can only stomach for every, like, 20 minutes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you would have threw Paula Dean in here, that would be a different story because I would have to kill off Paula Dean. She of thought she was too down. <laughs> she would have to go real quick. Real quick. Damn. But with Martha, I gotta take Martha. What if I. Did you ever watch Barefoot Contessa? I don't think I've ever watched that. I was like, what if I threw her in there? But if you didn't watch it, don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll go. All right, so this is Harry Potter edition. Okay. We got Tom Felton, Matthew Lewis, and Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I'm killing off Tom Felton. You're killing off Tom Felton. Okay. I can't do it. Like, just something about him, like, skeeves me out so bad. Like, I don't know. That, that poor man did not age well. I'm sorry. He got to go. He's, he's the deadest. Um, you know, I, I, I think he just, I, I think the way he aged, he just went an interesting route. I think he, he like, because he took the hippie route. I don't know what he did to himself, but he was looking crazy. Uh, I'm marrying um, uh, Matthew Lewis. <laughs> I almost forgot his name for a second. <laughs> Mary Neville Longbottom. <laughs> because listen, Neville blew the fuck up. He like, had a real glow up for a for. Like by that last movie, I was like, hold on, Neville fine now? I'm confused. Puberty <laughs> hit quick. Yes. And then I'm fucking Daniel Radcliffe because honestly I can't marry him because, you know, he's probably like such a diva out of all of them because he's the most famous. <laughs> and also he's like really short. <laughs> he is really short. He's a tiny dude. And like, I remember when we saw him walking out. Yes. <laughs> I was like, hold up, what? <laughs> I will literally never forget that day because Colleen literally almost had a heart attack. 
And she only saw, like, from his shoulders up. <laughs> I mean, I freaked out, too, but that day was a whole mess. We literally, like, yeah. spent 12 hours in the city trying to see that play. <laughs> but we finally did it. We finally did it. We did. It was raining, too, so, like, we couldn't even, like, just kill time exploring the city. We fucking sat inside McDonald's for three hours. <laughs> To avoid the rain. We're sleeping on the tables at McDonald's. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. This is when you let high schoolers just roam the city. (laughs) (laughs) We we really thought that day was everything. We were whole ass children just like roaming (laughs) the streets of New York. Honestly surprised Deb let me go, to be honest. I don't know what Isabel was thinking either. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna go see a show on Broadway? Uh, I don't know. Like at eight o'clock at night, but you're gonna leave for the show at nine a.m. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the decisions we made, like nowadays, if we were to make that decision, we'd be like, all right, yeah, we're leaving the city at this time. We're just gonna make it be able to make dinner and then the show. <laughs> yes, and I think, like, also, like, we would have known, like, where to go to avoid the rain versus, like, being, right. like, 17 years old and being, like, I guess we'll go hide in this McDonald's. And I think, like, also now because we're able to drink, it would have made the experience totally different. Yes, but also it's, like, Let's say we, like, weren't able to drink. Like, I at least would be like, oh, like, maybe we can go kill time at seeing some, like, iconic shit. Like, I don't know, go to a fucking museum. We did not have museum money. We barely nope. have musical money. Like, you can just, at the time, you could have just donated a certain amount. To oh, go, true. Like, like Roma. yeah, like, you could just, like, donate and then also we were students, so we wouldn't have paid full price either way. True. Um, we could have done like real things. <laughs> yeah. Sitting in McDonald's for three hours watching K pop videos was not the best move. <laughs> I totally forgot about the videos, but yes, we were we were a mess. <laughs> but you know what? I I'll never forget those memories though. Yeah, it it's a fun one for sure. Okay, so now for would you rather. I'll, I guess I'll start off. Okay. So would you rather have the police hunting you for a murder you didn't commit or just having a psychopathic clown hunting you? Oh, fuck. Do I get to retaliate on the clown? I mean, if you want. <laughs> and I would rather have that. Because then it's like, I'm going to just like have to fight him off at some point. What if this clown was Pennywise? So I'm dead. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> don't they kill him at some point? I mean, I don't watch Yeah, they do kill him at some point. So <clears throat> that just tells me that it's doable. <laughs> it just takes a lot, but it, it's doable. I mean, I would rather have that than, like, get, get, like, basically busted for a crime I didn't commit. So you would, so you wouldn't even think about, like, 
turning yourself in and trying to like be proven innocent, you would just take the clown. Yes. I- I'm with you because listen, Cause the this odds- system. Exactly. <laughs> exactly where i'm getting at i'm like i could know damn well i didn't do it and i could have the evidence to back me up at the end of the day um if the jury says i'm guilty i'm guilty right and i don't want to leave that up to chance and then it's like you're living your life uh, in a a jail cell Mm -hmm. no thank you i will have this clown chase me and then i will eventually fight it off I would only let it chase me for like two hours before I fight it off. I ain't even go. I ain't even going a full thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be low key funny to be chased by a clown, though. You think that shit's funny? <laughs> like, a psychopathic clown chasing you? I'll be like, bro, you're not serious right now. <laughs> That's not fucking funny, Dan. Do you remember back, oh god, how many years ago was it where people were dressing up as clowns and like yes. chasing people and shit and being crazy like in the south? Yes, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually kind of funny though. Well, because, it wasn't, because it wasn't happening to me. If that shit was happening to me, I would have been laughing. I'd have been like, what the fuck? First off, I'm getting in my car and running you over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be that. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, that really was like a whole epidemic. Like, when was that? Like, five years ago? That was like ago? two years ago. Was it five? Was I it feel really like that it, long ago? I feel like it was mad long ago. We, like, we, we, college when that ha- oh, I was in college when that happened? I don't know. What was it like? Uh, I feel like it was like three years ago. I, was, I, de- I definitely know what you're talking about. I feel like it was when the first It movie came out, maybe. I don't know, but it was a whole ass epidemic. Oh, it was 2016. I just looked it up. Okay, so three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of funny. I looked it up and it's called... An incident, 2016 clown sightings. <laughs> what got me was it was literally people just like standing there with a the clown, looking like a clown with a knife in her hand, not doing nothing. <laughs> it says the incidents were reported um, near forests and schools in the United States <laughs> and Canada. <laughs> literally, people in the United States be so bored. <laughs> I forgot all about that, but that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, people are really crazy. In that case, it's funny, but like in any other circumstance, no, I don't think that shit's funny. <laughs> Ooh. Like right. the amount of like just incidents that occur in the United States is just. <laughs> Ridiculous. Be bored. Real bored. <laughs> Once you get out into open land where there's like no main city, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your third. Um, <laughs> mine's so fucking dumb. <laughs> 
Um, would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or seven toes? <laughs> um, I don't know. I was like high as hell or some shit when I wrote that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Like, are are these extra fingers and toes like are they functioning? I guess. Yeah, they'd be like just like the fingers you have now, but you have like two extra. On each hand or each. Mm. That's hard because, like, I would if I had it on my hands, I would just purposely freak people out just because. <laughs> like I would literally like, touch people with all about with all seven fingers, and like they would really be freaked out. <laughs> Versus like. I just thought about the guy from like the scary movie. What is it? Scary movie two. Wait, you remember when I used to do it to Kiana? <laughs> and she used to get so freaked out. She used to be so freaked out about it. Um, but I think I would have to go with seven toes on each foot. Just because I can easily, like, hide those. Yes. And I thought about that, but then it's like, what if, it, will your shoes, like, fit different? I feel like I would just buy an extra, like a size up. Oh, true. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Versus yeah. like having to wear gloves the whole time. I would just buy a size up of shoes and call it a day. <laughs> I'm going to have, um, yeah, I guess I'm going to have seven toes. <laughs> because with seven fingers on each hand, like, even though, like, I'm trying to picture where they would be on my hand. <laughs> what if it was like you had one extra thumb and an extra pinky? <laughs> that would look so crazy. <laughs> but I feel like smacking somebody with that would feel so great. <laughs> extra force. Extra, real extra force, like getting smacked with seven <laughs> fingers on a hand? Bruh. <laughs> That would really be crazy. <laughs> I just like physically imagine. You know what it made me think about too? What? Um, Spy Kids when. <laughs> oh yes, with the when they. <laughs> it was like the thumb people or something. Yes, I feel like now now I gotta watch that movie because Spy Kids was really my shit. That movie was trash. <laughs> Listen. It was my shit. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I loved it as a kid, but when you think about it after the fact, you're like, wait, what? Now, it was a bomb-ass concept, though, for real, for real. <laughs> but yeah, it just made me think of the thumb people and shit. <laughs> they, oh my god. I'm about to look a picture of them up. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really used to look crazy. I think one of the characters too had like um like a hand as a face or something. I think that was like one of those weird flute people or something like that. Yes. Which that was like the same movie, no? Yeah. Oh my god. Was that one or two? I think it was the one. first one. Two was like the weird I animals. Love Wall Street, yes. Mm-hmm. 
which was also hilarious. I don't know why they were always just like morphing things into weird shit all in the these time. movies. Literally all the time. And then three is start is when it started going downhill. I don't even remember that one to be honest. That was like the three D one. They tried to be different. Mm, no. <laughs> That's um, what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm definitely have to go with the shows for sure. That'll make everyone's life easier, except people doing my pedicures. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those people would be so freaked out by your. Well, they will be going off in whatever language they be speaking, like for real, for real. And I would know that they're talking about me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't even be mad because I know, like, yes, I got seven toes on each foot. They would, be, <laughs> it would be one of those situations where they literally call everybody over to look at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, um, I will start charging the longer you stare. Right. I'm gonna need discounts. You got me getting all this attention. <laughs> I can't. This got weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, every every show just has some weird moment in it. <laughs> It's the long ones where you guys are really just like riding it out with us right. and letting us talk shit that we just get to some weird shit. We really just be going off on tangents sometimes. Y'all really be sticking with us and we love you for it. Yeah, you real ones out here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you guys so much for joining us again. Um, like we said, we want to hear from you. We want to hear any stories that you have, any ideas you have for us. Let us know if you watched for Bama Shore. Let us know what you thought of the season opener. And send us some Days from Hell stories. Because we yes. want to keep it spicy in season two. So send them to our email at shockandappalledpodcast at gmail.com. Or DM us on Instagram at shock.and.appalled. Yeah, so thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Shocked, Shocked and Appalled. And Appalled.